Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. Ah. The comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car selling command center. Thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. Do you dream of being CEO of your own empire? Running your own company? Achieving your life's goals? Yet wake up in a cold sweat? Next to last night's takeout leftovers and a pile of bus ticket stubs? You are not alone. Like many others, you are suffering from a classic case of caviar dreams, tuna fish budget. I'm Margaret Josephs. And I'm Lexi Barbuto. And every week, we'll be talking to influencers, trailblazers, disruptors, and risk takers who'll share their own journey to caviar dreams on a tuna fish budget. Side effects may include increased motivation, boundless happiness, and a fast track to success. Hello, Caviar Dreamers. Hi, Caviar Dreamers. I hope you guys had an amazing holiday and Thanksgiving and you're not too stuffed still. Oh, I'm really stuffed. I ate like three turkey stuffing and cranberry sandwiches yesterday. Ooh, three. Three. Wow. I was off the rails. I gained three pounds in a night. Oh my God. I gained three pounds over the holiday, but I did my Peloton this week. Yes. How is it? So you got the Peloton as an early Christmas present. I did. And I'm going to be a skinny legend by the new year. Ooh. God willing. How is it like being in a spin class? Yes, it's like being in a spin class. I just love it so much. And I, I keep the lights out, so I'm like in a real spin class. And I, I turn up the music. I do all the R&B classes. But mm-hmm. I, I'm not up to 45 minutes yet. I can only do a half hour to class. All right, that's not so bad. Not so bad, not so bad, but I'm doing it. Yeah, that's good. You just got to start doing it. That's good. Exactly. So how was your Thanksgiving? My Thanksgiving was amazing. So great. I had guests sleeping over. Uh, Everybody's been COVID tested. I don't want anybody yelling at me. Yes. We all were COVID tested. The food was fabulous. You also invited the most neurotic people. Yes, I had all the neurotic uh, COVID police here. So everybody got rapid tested before they came to the house. People at my house till midnight. So it was a it was a beautiful day of eating and everybody was cocktailing and, uh, except me, I was mocktailing. You were mocktailing it up. And it was just great. great. And we ate too much and I felt like a fat little pork chop, but it was great. That's good. And we have all the trees up now. Yeah. Well, my Christmas trees are up. I got the best Christmas trees from King of Christmas, which I will post about because I wanted, I wanted flock trees this year and I normally get a real tree and I got a little backlash from some of my family members because they wanted the house to smell like pine. Buy a candle. Exactly. But the flocked trees, it, there's nothing like a flock tree. No, I don't know why. Mother flocker. Mother flockers. Mother flocker. They're they just so vintage and gorgeous the and pink beautiful. One the pink one beyond. in the foyer, better known, I like to call it the lobby because I like to build fancy. I like to think I live in a hotel. It's the lobby. And the one in my living room slash ballroom looks great. Uh, thank God I had uh, my friends, Alan, Doug here. Doug decorated and yes. helped me. He's like a little elf. He did he amazing. Is. So good. So, so good. But you know what I'm super excited about? We have Jessica on today, Jessica Richards. Yes. And she owns Shen Beauty. And yeah, it's so good. She's been in business 11 years. The woman is only 36 years old. She has launched new beauty products. You, you can, the beauty products that she carries, you cannot get anywhere no. else. No. Nowhere else in the United States, people. She has a lot of exclusive brands. And I think something that really impresses me with her mission is a aside from the fact that she's a single mom with two kids she works like an animal she's gone through amazing pitfalls in business she is really committed to delivering products that work which in the beauty industry to me seems like you know no one gives a shit if they work they're just happy to take your money yes i think a lot of beauty products some are about packaging yeah and you know just look good and branding but she researches every single thing is great holiday gifts and she opened an actual retail store during the pandemic. Yes. You guys are going to love listening to her. Hi. Hi, Jessica. How are you? Wait, I got to turn the heat off. I think I'm having a hot flash. Thank you, Jessica, so much for joining us today on this horrible rainy day. Thank you for brightening our day. 
Thank yes, you. I know. Jessica Richards of Shem Beauty, which I'm so thrilled to have you here. Female entrepreneur, boss babe, to inspire so many other people for their own business. So I just want to ask you, because first of all, like Lexi was saying to me, Shem, Shem Beauty is like, you know, the net of porter slash matches fashion of beauty. It's, it's your... Thank you. <laughs> I thought your style is so editorial. It's your website is so magnificent. And I know obviously you have the store as well, but it's just such a destination for people to go. Yeah. I mean, I look, I used to work at Vogue um, before I started this. So from an editorial perspective, it's sort of how I look at it. And I opened almost 11 years ago. So before Instagram existed, before Net-A-Porter sold beauty, before any of the others. Uh, and I just focused on what I knew best, which was bringing in good products. And it sort of gained momentum over the years um and we just opened a new store just a couple blocks away and had a rebrand done and and it looks amazing it far exceeded my wildest dreams so so you've been in business for 11 years now yeah almost so how did you make the leap of faith did you start shen before you left your job or you did like a legit cold leap of faith it was utter stupidity um, <laughs> So I, I quit working um, at Vogue because I was tired of being an underpaid schlepper, is what I call stylists. And uh, I was pregnant with my first son, and my now ex was traveling all the time. And I had my son, and to be honest, my nanny dropped my face cream out of the cabinet, and I was, walked up to the two main drags, and I thought, there's no fucking beauty here what the hell? I'm going to open a retail store. I like nice things. Everyone here likes nice things. And so I just did it. Wow. I mean, that is so, listen, it's ballsy and yeah. it, it's, it's amazing, but I think that's what it is having no fear and finding a need for mm -hmm. something. Well, 24, I was 24. I had my son and I decided to open a store. I mean, your frontal cortex of your brain isn't even closed until you're 27. So you're not actually an adult until you're 27 years old. So we can call it a child doing childish things. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think, I think that's very smart. I think that's when it is. You have no fear and then you, you just go for it. Yeah. And, and then you just, yeah. no. So, I mean, how did you know what to do? Did you have, did you, were you just like, all right, I'm just going to pick things that I like? Were you just... Well, I grew up in Southern California in Laguna Beach. Um, the, oh, the Laguna Beach TV show was actually two years after my my grade i think two two years after my grade they interviewed our class and all of us were like hell no we don't want that caught on camera <laughs> um, and i worked at a retail store there in high school and i loved it and then i moved to aspen for a year before i moved to new york for school i went to fit also like you Ooh, i love the fit girls are very entrepreneurial fit yeah. women yeah. And uh, I, I worked at a snowboard store there, mainly to meet boys. And then I made the owner transfer from snowboarding clothes into streetwear. And he ended up changing the whole store into streetwear and I was doing the buy. And then I moved to New York and I just, you know, I've always, I like interacting with people. Like, I don't believe in this. We have an online presence, yes, but I believe in this sort of physical interaction, human element, which obviously right now is so lost. Um, I, I mean, I love you. That I just don't want to interrupt you, feel. but that's the way I feel. And yeah. I feel like you're young. Do you mind me asking how old you are? 36. I just turned 36. Okay, you're 36. I'm so glad you feel that way because I'm like, I love to go into a store. I love the store experience. Love I love it. to see, touch, feel, be love part it. of it. Like my activity, even with my husband on a Saturday or a Sunday is to go to the stores, look around, feel, touch, have a beautiful lunch. It's like, it, it's an experience an of the senses. I made shopping an event. Yes, of course. And it's like, it's, it's, it, it makes you feel beautiful to touch things. I, I was watching during the pandemic a really interesting interview with Mark Jacobs where he was holed up at the Mercer Hotel and he was talking about the interaction of shopping and how good it makes you feel rather than click to buy. And I am not a click to buy kind of person. I oh, like to touch and feel if the cashmere is nice or it's cheap or, you know, whatever it is. Like, and so I just don't get it. How are we going to get this back? 
I know. How are we going to get this back to people? I do feel, thank God, because I feel like you're, you know, you're young and I feel like people who are younger in their twenties just want that instant gratification. I mean, it, I think it's more instantly gratifying. I could run to the store and get something. Same. And, and it, it's just so, we have to get this back. Well, I miss also like your store is very much an anchor in your community. So I yeah. miss like those stores where you go in and they know what you bought before. They know what your friend bought. They know what you should get someone for a gift. They know the community. So you have like that intimate relationship and it really does anchor a community. Like now in our town, stores are closing and it's oh, so depressing. I'm so depressed. It's, it's terrible. It's, it's terrible for me too, because I see all these stores closing along, you know, in our neighborhood and it's so depressing. All these people have given their lives to this and you know, the only thing you can do is support as much as you can. And hopefully, you know, the government will help in some way, shape or form in some point. Uh, but yeah, I just, it's, it's an interesting world out there. And, you know, I, yes, I'm, I'm, you know, 36, but I don't really know how to use Instagram that well. I'm not a tech savvy person. I'm a little bit of like an old woman. I used to date this guy and he called me a bag. He's like, you're an old bag of shells. In a <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I feel like we're related, the three of us, for some reason. I feel, I know. That's, that's whatever you want. I don't care. I feel the same way. So how did you navigate that? Because since you started Shem Beauty, you know, Instagram, the social media aspect came around. How did you keep up? Because things have changed drastically over the last 11 years, you know, 11 years. I mean, and even Instagram in came in the last 11 years. So there's that. Um, I didn't even have a web store when I opened, did not even have a web store. Uh, I have just sort of figured it out. I mean, I, I took lucky magazine from a magazine to an e-commerce under eva chen so she and i are quite close and she will you know offer me some pieces of advice here and there when i ask her but i don't buy followers i don't do any of that i don't even know how many we have i think it's like nineteen thousand or something but every single one of them is interactive there's no bots there's no so i'd rather have quality versus quantity are you agreeing um, you know, personally and, and they buy and they ask questions and it's a way to, you know, that's the one thing that I do love about social media is that it's such an interesting way to interact with people. Um, and I find that as it progresses, people are becoming more and more real on there rather than this sort of fake, you know, filtered life of what they started with. People are sharing their ups and their downs, their highs and their lows. And that to me, I think that resonates with everyone because it's like, that's what the world is. You know, it's, it's a fucking struggle. And yeah, we have highs, but we have lows too. We're in a low right now. I think everyone is, you know, so, yes. and if you can sell a, a fucking bondage candle, I don't know if you've seen this, but it's hilarious. Ooh, oh, I, I love, love that. that. The dirty gingerbread bondage. Okay, that's hilarious. Like, if you can, like, get somebody's interest with that through social media and give them a laugh when they're having a good day, great. You know what I mean? I, I, I don't think social media is all bad. I like it. No, no. We, I think social media is an entire business, but it is, you have to keep up. Right. Yeah. It's a lot. It's a, it's a, a lot, lot of work. work. I mean, some days I'm like, Jesus Christ. It's like, I don't even really do it either. I mean, we post, I have a girl who does it and you know, most of the time I go in and do it, but it's like, it's not something that I don't even care. Like, it's just, it's such a, I don't know, but it's something that I need to care more about. <laughs> yeah, it's hard. So now during the pandemic, you, I, you know, people with the, in the beauty industry and you yourself, I mean, people do, I'm sure your products, the, the assortment changed because everybody wasn't buying certain makeup, right? Everybody was probably buying more self-care and everything else. So I, I know I have to use the buzzword 2020, which everybody's like a pivot. You had to fucking, <laughs> uh, I did, I had to fucking pivot. And I you had to pivot. I know we all had to pivot. Look, I'm good at it, but like I, uh, I had to focus on my web and I had to lay off all my staff who are my family. And some of them have worked for me the entire time. Oh. Uh, and there was no other option for that. So it was hard and I focused on the web, but you know, prior to the web, I, uh, prior to the pandemic, I mean, to be quite honest for the last two years, it's been a bit of a, am I going to jump off the bridge any moment type thing where 
I left, I was overseeing the beauty, beauty for a, a public company for three, four, almost four years. And I left to come back to my own business with a best friend of mine who was going to invest in me only to find out that the only way I can describe it is that I would be raped in public with a smile on my face, lay there afterwards while he's taking my clothes and have to say how good it was. Oh, oh. I know that feeling. Mm -hmm. yeah. so I had to, and I signed this massive lease on my own in the middle of that before the paperwork was finalized and I walked away and then I figured it all out. And then my friends at Mythology who did the rebrand for us, they did also Warby Parker, The Mirror, Peloton, I mean, every, everyone. Um, every, yeah, those are the people, that's a great, that's a good one, right? Who's yeah. that not, that's a great thing to be with, amazing. Yeah. Um, they kind of came in and, and really helped to save the day and took, you know, sort of my points of view and their vision and really crafted something that is, I'm looking at the cameras right now, looking at how beautiful it is. Um, something that was needed and they really came to my rescue in a time that I needed and then all of a sudden construction was happening we were opening April 1st shut down yes so that was sort of like oh, oh, you know while while homeschooling two kids and fighting every day with an ex so, I know. well you know what who's better than you no one exactly. uh, I mean what one foot in front of the other I guess right yeah, well, it's either laugh or cry, I always think. There's only two options. No, but I think you're so inspiring to so many women. Listen, you're 36. You have an amazing company, amazing brand. You're a mom. You're doing it on your own. So you're doing all of this. Like, what, would you, what advice would you give your younger self? Don't have kids with the person that you meet when you're 18. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I woke up when I was 31. It was my 31st birthday. And I was like, okay, if I don't leave now, I'm miserable forever. By this time, I've had two kids, renovated two houses. I have a business. Like, I got to get out of here. Anyways, I, my advice to my younger self would probably be just do what you think is right. You know, like everything is a path that leads you um, to where you're ultimately going to be. But I think the two pieces of advice that I give my kids all the time, and my mother told me, and I think you have probably told your kids as well, is always treat everybody with kindness because mm. you never know what's going to happen later in life. If you're interviewing for a job and they're interviewing you and you made them feel like shit in middle school or something and you bullied them or you were nasty to them, they'll never forget that. And the other piece of advice I always say is no matter what you do, just try your best. And I, I think that through with every sort of ounce of my body is like, I just try my best every day and I'm not perfect. I never will be. And I don't want to be quite frankly, like that's not something that appeals to me. Um, and love and love as hard as you can and just expect your heart to get broken over and over again. And it's okay. okay. Oh, That's I love advice. that. That is great advice. I absolutely agree. It's much better to have also your heart broken. I think if you love big, you, you, you heard lose big, but you have the chance of winning big also. I would never yeah. want to stop myself from those. Oh, I can emotions. cry. That's so sweet. Why is that getting me a little emotional? No, but that's, the the way, that, but that's the way you live also. You love very big. I do. People say we love big and we hate big. I know. That's <laughs> what everybody tells me. One of my, um, someone I'm in business with, he's like, oh, you love insulin thing. You hate big. He goes, no one hates bigger than you and no one loves big. Than you. I go, yeah. you're right. Well, big yeah. I love big, but I also... I don't even hate. I'm just done big. Like done. Is That's done. what it is. I don't hate, but I get done big. I'm like, oh, I'm over them. But I cut, you know, but it takes yeah. me a while to cut somebody. I give people one too many chances. Me too. I wish I didn't. I wish I didn't. I know. I have a boundary issue. Yeah. And what is it with, I think women, um, and I don't want to insult women, but I think women have a hard time with boundaries sometimes. And I don't know what that Absolutely. is. Is it because our maternal nature? I think it's uh, optimism. I think I always hope for the best yes. and I try and see the good in people, even to the detriment of my own situation. I would have to agree with you. It's yeah, rough. it's true. But I think that's what makes us such good entrepreneurs and such strong, successful people because we, you know, strive to be better. We don't throw in the towel and mm -hmm. we make shit work. You got to make shit work.
Yeah. Otherwise, you don't have a fucking roof over your head. Exactly. Yeah. And, and, that, and you and only that's... have yourself to lean on at the end of the day. Like, if you're not going to do it for yourself, then why are you doing it? Like, find, find, I always say, the other thing I say to my kids, piece of advice is, live, like, find a job or whatever it is where you live for Monday, you don't live for Friday. Because yes. your life is going to fucking suck if you're living for Friday. But if you're living for Monday, like you're excited to go back to work. Maybe it's not every Monday. Don't get me wrong. Because <laughs> today certainly wasn't one of those days. No, this rainy, shitty weather. Yeah. I had my kid to school and I'm dealing with other bullshit and this guy that I'm now not dating anymore. So I'm just like, motherfucker, it's raining. But if you live for Monday and you don't live for Friday, your life is sort of set up in a way where it, it's a little bit better you know it's just yes. a little bit better we have a very good like work-life balance it's like a 365 yeah i don't know is that a balance i don't know that's not balance i feel like exactly. we're working i don't know we're always talking about work but our work is our life and our life's our work but it's yeah. we're happy but you see you're living for Monday. You're not living for Friday. No, yes. no. It's like, I feel like we're, it's all consuming. We laugh and we live it. Well, listen, it's the only way also. Like, I'm very lucky I could bring my son to work. He's actually on the sofa right now watching a movie with one of the girls um, as we do this podcast. But it, like, I was able to enjoy my son when he was little because I could bring him to work with me. You know, <laughs> it's like, the, that's like a great balance. I think it's important to love what you do 24 seven because your business is your baby as much as your baby is your baby or yes it's still child it is it's still a child so let's talk about products okay, okay let's talk about some fun what red lipstick are you wearing is that your favorite red lipstick it is what is it who is it, who is it and what is really it i really wear right now because of mass but i put it on because obviously it's gucci westman Oh, I like Ooh. Gucci Westman. I, I don't own anything by Gucci Westman, but I'm going to order it from you now. So tell me. Okay. Well, we have some good holiday sets, but this is her lip palette. And you see it's four different colors. Oh, yes. Right. And you can mix them all together to create your own. I'm wearing this like bright red, the third one down. I love it. And that. they have this really pretty holiday set. Beautiful. It's a mascara too. Nice. I like that. So, all right. So I'm going to order my holiday sets from you. Yeah. Oh, well, thank you. And then what, oh, the best skincare brand that I found. And so Shen, I don't know if you know, this is, a, is the ethos of Shen is launching new brands into the U.S. or harnessing new brands. So Shen launched, um, Ilia Cosmetics. I was their first retailer, Kosas, Dr. Barbara Sturm, many, many brands. So, but I found a brand that's been around for 20 years. And it's called MBR. The packaging is hideous. NBR? M Medical M. Ground Research. Okay, MBR. Okay. And this product is called Liquid Surgery. And it's very expensive. It's $1,750 a bottle. Okay. But you use it. I've had surgery, though. But, go, <laughs> but that could be good, too. <laughs> well, I mean, I have so much Botox in my face. But anyways, this is, um, it's called Liquid Surgery. And basically what it does is it reoxidizes oxygenates the skin so and it really works so you use it for three months out of the year and that's it um okay so that's worth it because people yeah. are spending money i mean one day of injections is seventeen hundred fifty dollars i yeah. mean i don't know where you are but it's a lot more in new york well i don't know i mean new jersey i don't know i i don't really get injections anymore because i've had a facelift well it looks great 53 53 he did a great job i'm not gonna lie <laughs> amazing thank you you look amazing so um so yeah, MBR is kind of the new hero product. That particular product is amazing. Um, obviously, I, I love anything to do with body. So this Goop, um, the, her new body moisturizer is like mm -hmm. super thick and luscious and just really like incredible. We also have these because everyone's getting mask me. Yes. Um, yes. So the one that I'm wearing, which I love, is Boat. They're disposable masks. And they come in all, this is like a leopard, a gray leopard. Oh, print. just, oh, that's oh, disposable so with print. Disposable. Yeah, because I, I like love that. that. And yeah. they have all this, so we have tie-dye ones and, and they're for mask needs, so they're for sensitive skin. So like great stocking stuffers, that's you know, and who doesn't need this? Everyone needs yeah. this. Um, this candle has been selling like out of control. Fuck 2020 candle. Right. Okay, everybody <laughs> should be getting a fuck 2020 candle. 
everybody. Um, what else has been selling well? We sell a lot of CBD really well. And the one brand that I, I think is the best is this Gossamer brand. Uh, it's pretty. It's, my, it's, it's actually pretty. actually. And it's the only CBD on the market that has CBNs, all these different cannabinoids, and they have a medical professional on board. So this is dusk. I have I don't I haven't slept for years, which I'm sure neither one of you have either. So I take no uh, no. I mean I I stay up very late at night. Yes, we'll be we'll be late night. I do. I'm up from like 1 a.m. to 4 a.m. and then I can't wake up again. Um, and then this is something that I launched this year. Do, are you familiar with Tangle Teasers? Yes. You have you, do you have a little girl? I do. I have a stepdaughter who's eight. What's so Tangle yeah, Teasers? They're the best. So forever ago, I don't know, maybe 10 years ago, I launched Tangle Teaser into the U.S. Oh, amazing. And what I didn't like about it was that it was hollow on the inside. So the water got caught and you could cut yes. it. Yes. So I've been after this brand. It's called Manta. And it's basically the same thing, but it's a man. He's a hairdresser. And he made them for his wife who's, who's going through chemo. And you see how it bends. It's made out of silicone. Yeah. It can go against heating tools, everything. And the bristles are different, but it has the same effect of Tangle Teaser. But you can use it to massage your scalp and to brush your hair. So the more you brush your hair with it, the less hair you get in your hairbrush. And it helps to stimulate hair growth. So you can use it in the shower, out of the shower. And well, it's I'm going to get that for my husband, that. too. And we need that. Because the bleach, I mean, I you know. can see I bleached oh, the God. shit out of my I hair. Left. Me, too. So these are, and at my, I go to Marie Robinson in the city. And even she was like, I brought her one. She's like, holy shit, that thing, she has bleached hair, too. She's like, that thing's unbelievable. And they're like 36 bucks. You know, oh, I'm going to order yeah. that from you, That's too. Good. And then. I have this brand called Binoc. This is the holiday gift set. Um, it's Uber Glow. It's a discovery. So it's all based on sleep. This is the holiday gift set. The Hero product is her hyaluronic acid. It has eight different strains of hyaluronic acid. So long and short. Long, penetrates, short, sits on top. And we're doing this heavy jet lag balm. And mm -hmm. it's the highest grade you can get of any uh you know essential oil to help you sleep and this is free it doesn't even launch until next year in all retailers so it's free it's like 95 dollars will be next year but it's not even for sale with any purchase of buy not so that's just sort of like a gift we're giving and then of course for all the stoners in the world we sell these beautiful little pink pipes we have a lot of beautiful marijuana in brooklyn and now it's legal in jersey yeah, yeah, now it's legal in Jersey. And with 2020, I think we all need some. Absolutely. And then this is like my favorite thing. So you know New Face? Yes. Okay. So I think it's great, but this is stronger. So this is Pure Lift, and it helps to, you know, tighten the skin and the muscles and lymphatic drainage. Mm -hmm. And it's much, much stronger. We have literally been selling these like hotcakes and they're not cheap. They're 500 bucks, but you notice a difference on one side of your face versus the other, like instantaneously. So it's anti-aging, it's tightening, it's lifting. You can use it before you go out five minutes each side and you're out of the house. It's like, honestly, for any beauty lover, this gadget is the key to the world. Um, and then Costa Brazil, which is Francisco Costa from Calvin Klein. Yes. He has a brand which we launched, got over a year ago. And these are new. So they come in these beautiful tins. And then this is the bath salts, which they're just so nice and relaxing. But the tin you can keep. It's like a beautiful heavy metal tin. Um, so we're selling a lot of that. And then the sage smudge ritual kit by Valar. So you get a sage bundle, which we all need to clear out bad energy. Ooh, yeah. And then these handmade bath salts with crystals in them, which are in this beautiful little box. So it's kind of just, you know, we're trying to gift it up and set everybody up and give them skincare and, you know, little Anna Winter ornaments who needs to go like this. That's how I feel. That's so funny. <laughs> I love that. That is hysterical. Tell me, it's like how how much time do you spend researching new products? A lot. A lot. Are you up like all night doing it, looking and my 
<clears throat> I have three new exclusive brands launching next year that aren't sold in the U.S. And the time that I find them is the time that I can't sleep from 1 to 4 a.m. I oh, believe yeah. it. Because I go on like these deep dives. Um, it was actually how I figured out how to do our testering model for reopening here was my witching hour of 1 a.m. to 3 a.m. Um, and I, it kind of just like came to me. So yeah, I, I spend a lot of time researching. You know, when I first opened, it was all organic and natural focused because that's the way I grew up. But as time progressed, I feel like pigeonholing yourself is also shaming people. And I don't like that. I, you know, most women go to Whole Foods, they spend $600 on organic groceries, right? Everything's organic. But then they go to Starbucks and they get a latte or they go get their Botox or they go to their fancy soul cycle class. I mean, I'm a culprit of all of this, mm -hmm. but they want some chemicals or they get Botox, but they're too ashamed to say it. Like what the fuck? Who cares? Just I agree. Yeah. So I switched our model eight years ago and I started selling products that had chemicals in them. Cause I'm like, who fucking cares? If you like it, you like it. Let's figure out the best products on the market and sell those. Now, of course, we all want them to be clean, but that's not reality. And people, you know, to the point earlier, want instant gratification. Well, guess what? They want it on their fucking face too. So give them what they want. Like, let's find what they want. Let's find the best product for wrinkles, the best product to reoxygenate the skin. Now, I don't care if it's $5 or $5,000. If it's the best, we're going to sell it. Which I, like I that. love that. And that's so good. And I love that you stay ahead of everything. Yeah. So uh, that's, that's what's so important. Did social media make it harder or easier? Cause I was thinking, harder. obviously there's so many products out there now. So to find the unfound and, you know, find those hidden gems is so much harder, right? So much harder. I think the hardest thing is that when I opened, you know, almost 11 years ago, I, didn't ha I had more people looking at me going, no one's going to buy that stuff. Are you crazy? And now my biggest competitors are the people who are on my site all the time. And I have certain IPs that I track. So I know how often they're on my site um, and on my Instagram. And I actually now I don't follow the brands that I'm about to launch, nor do I like anything on them. And I don't message them through their, through their Instagram typically because it populates on other retailers who follow me. Really? Wow. I, I didn't know that, that happens. Insane. That is insane. Yeah. So it's the, the algorithm, right? People you should follow. So if they're in the discovery page, they'll see. So if I see something, I'll immediately, I'll click on it to look, but I'll go to their website from my computer, not even from my phone. So I'm, pr I've gotten pretty like adept at trying to find new brands um, and hold them back because every brand that I launch ends up going into Sephora at this point. So it's like, or, you know, Violet Gray or Credo or whatever. So I just, I, that's the way I do it. That is incredible that it's so fast now. I mean, it's, I, you see it, everyone, and this happens to everyone. You look at a sweater somewhere and then like, 10 minutes later, it's everywhere you go. It's like on Instagram, it's in a reel. It's, you get in a text message saying, we have 50% off. It's kind of, it, it's a little- It's annoying. Invasive. It is invasive and I don't it's like it. Because it's active listening. So there's a feature on your phone on Instagram where you can turn the sound off and it doesn't listen to you. So you won't get fed ads about a buck 2020 candle now. However, if you turn it off, you then can't have voice on any of your videos or posts. So it's a double-edged sword, right? Yes. Oh, I didn't even realize that. That's absolutely crazy. You know, it also, I'm sure you found a lot of brands when you would travel, but now we're not traveling. That's how I found them in the beginning because my ex-husband, he works in entertainment. So we would be on the road for, you know, months out of the year. And I was constantly like scavenging all these little beauty haunts, you know, like when you go into the pharmacy in France and you're like, I want that, I want that, I want that. And so yeah. that's, how I started my business because all my friends that worked in fashion were like, Oh, are you in Paris? Can you bring me back this cream? Are you here? Somebody, can you bring me back this? So I was like, fuck it. I'm just going to bring it all here. What the hell? Yes. Yeah. I know. Was, can I just ask you one question? Was, was he supportive? 
Would you, was he supportive of your business when you first started? Did he think it was like a hobby? Was he? Oh, definitely. He thought it was a hobby. And I think, you know, to be honest, he pretty much still thinks it's a hobby. And mind you, I've overseen the beauty launches of like five different companies at the same time of owning my own. So why he, you know, thinks that I don't know, but maybe it's a male thing and it's a, you know, leading to an insecurity thing with a woman, which like, I don't get, but whatever. So where do you see yourself? What, you know, Shen Beauty growing, do you, I mean, do you see a book for you? What do you see? I mean, you are 36, you yes. have 10 lives in front of you. And you, I mean, this is, it's such a proud moment. I feel like I birthed you, but I do, <laughs> no, I feel like, no, I do. I feel like, yeah. no, it's a big deal. You're a young woman who's achieved so much in your life. Where, where do you, okay, I asked you what you'd say to your younger self. Where do you see yourself 10 years from now? I mean, 46 is fucking young. It's still yeah. younger than I am now. So first of all, thank you. Because most days I feel like, what have I done with my life? Um, well, I know that feeling. But you're uh, <laughs> most days I, I wake up, I'm like, what the fuck am I doing with my life? I haven't even done anything. Um, although I know on paper, it looks like I have. And I have two kids. So yes. Um, in 10 years, I mean, my kids will both be graduated from high school in 10 years. Yes. And my lease will be up on this store. <laughs> So my plan is to park my ass on a beach in Costa Rica or, you know, go live in Marrakesh or something. Um, at the moment, that's how I'm feeling. I'm feeling like yes. really exhausted and run down and just spent. But I, you know, I've never wanted a million stores. I, you know, don't believe in that. I shop the Hirschleifers and the Omri's of the world. So. Yes, I know. I love to shop small yeah. and exclusive. I uh, feel that way too. And it's like, it's getting harder to, and I know it oh, it's making yeah. me mad. Small luxury, like the Hirschleifers, the Omri's in Newport, you know, like those are my sort of two favorite stores in the world. Um, but somebody gave me a great compliment the other day and they said, you're like, you're like what Colette was. And oh, yes, Colette. Colette. Oh. I, I love Colette. So I, you know, I would love to open one or two more. Um, maybe just two. I don't know. Um, like maybe one in California, you know, no, or there's Cal or California is like, you think I wouldn't do LA. Because no, it's so oversaturated. I would do orange County. Cause that's where I'm from. I'm from Laguna beach. My mom lives in Newport beach. Um, and I know, I know that market. I was born in that market. I would do another one in New York. I have my eye on a specific location. Um, you know, a friend of mine said the other day to do, uh, not the Cape. Or Rhode Island, Cape Cod, no, what? I don't know. Um, Nantucket or Martha? Nantucket. 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 Nantucket's very fabulous. It is hard yeah. to find stuff there. Yes, it's very hard to find stuff there. Uh, you know, I, I think I don't have a plan for 10 years. I um I wish that I did and I am a planner to the T. Like my day is really planned out. Yeah, but no, I, I'm not saying you have to plan. I'm just saying I was just asking no, where, you, where would you like to be? That's what I was saying. I would right. like to park my ass with a drink in my hand. And good, then, good. you know, I mean, can anyone blame me? I don't know. No, I no. I feel like I I feel ragged right now, like I think most people do. And just a little bit of sort of like time would be really nice. I could change my mind tomorrow. Yes. I just want yes. to ask you, have your friends been through supportive through this time? Have you lost friends? Do you feel people or uh, have they rallied around you? No, I think, you know, my friends have definitely rallied around me, and, but I think more so than that is my employees and my, um, my community, my customers, they've been, unbelievable i mean people would send messages or leave notes on the door like can we help you move stores please don't close you're a staple in our community so that really kept me going that and also like an immense amount of debt if i didn't pull through <laughs> <laughs> by the way that's my thing too i said i worked to pay yeah. my lawyers i had a lawsuit i was like Fuck me. yeah you know and it, yes, they did. You know, I had some employees who, uh, I think it, I, I don't know. I think for most people that I know have had this issue where they're like, it weeded out the employees that we didn't know we didn't need, you know, and, and the real people sort of rose to the top. So that's been really nice because there were certain people that 
didn't fit the mold, but they were just here. And so I'm really glad about that. But no, friends have been incredibly supportive employees and the, and the community and just people in general. I think people are just a little bit like, whew, you know, if you can fucking open a store in the middle of a pandemic, I guess you can do a lot more, right? Definitely. For sure. Definitely. So so we ask everybody who comes on the podcast, we have like three, three questions. And I always say, I am, my key, my success is a 50% delusion, 50% determination. So what, you know, what percentages do you attribute those qualities? Well, I would have said 50, 50, 10, 11 years ago, right? Yes. Uh, I had to prove everybody wrong. Now I feel like it's, I don't, I don't think there's anything that I don't know or that could phase me anymore um, besides men being useless. But um, I think it's just pure gut determination to one, like prove people wrong who's I'm the same I like I'm big with the proving people wrong like fuck you you know what doubt me I don't I don't you know if that's what gets me to where I need to go people say that's not a good driver I could care less it drives me I think that's a great driver I think it's a great driver because I think people who doubt strong women or people who don't think we're capable for whatever stupid reason because we're not traditional or or we're not Harvard graduates, mm-hmm. you know, <laughs> or something like that. It, it's, it, it really irks me. And I also think determination because not just to prove people wrong, but to show my kids, you know, that you can work, like working is a good thing. Um, and determination to pay off this goddamn loan and, you know, be able to park my butt on a beach. I agree. Yeah, I agree. I think that's good. So we also ask everyone, because we're very real. We're not necessarily like you, you know, go sit down a business, write a business plan up and, you know, do things very officially. We're like fly by the seats of the pants kind of girls. So what's your most entrepreneurial advice that you could give for anyone starting out in business? Well, I didn't. So I'm on your page. First of all, I didn't, I wrote a business plan with no numbers, no financials against it. Just the, the fluffy good stuff. Right. And the bank was like, uh, lady, it's, you know, financial crisis, get out. Um, <laughs> literally six banks. Um, well, I, I would just say like, just, Oh, God, I don't know. I've had, I bought a business partner out who was, ooh. Oh, same. I mean, I, I've gone through divorce. I mean, you just literally, like, it will be okay. It will be okay. Like, you just have to figure out a way to get through it. And the other thing is, is that I've realized is energy around your team is so key. So, like, if you're having an off day, don't go to the office. Stay home, take a day off, work, don't work, do your emails or don't do them, but don't bring negative energy into a place where there are other people because that negative energy, it feeds. And when it feeds, it gets fed, it's detrimental to everything. Like you just have to be as positive as possible. I agree, you're right. Fake fake it till you fucking make it. And fake it till you make it in business. Like I'm, that's what I always say. And then people are like, you ever know, I did I was like, no. I'm like, that's bullshit. Because guess what? If you fake it, guess what you do? You leave that meeting or you leave that day and you go home and you research it. So you're not faking it anymore yeah. and know it. And you don't know everything. So you have to live through it to be able to do it. I don't know anybody. I mean, I don't care who it is. Everybody's fake to one moment. Everybody doesn't know anything. And it's just like, we go in there and it's true. It's like, you always dress for where you're going to be moving forward. You always put your best Mm -hmm. face forward. I mean, you compartmentalize situations and that's what you have to do. Yeah. I mean, you just have to like, go for it. Mm -hmm. I, I wish that more women had the courage to open businesses and create their own because I think it is courageous for people to do that hard and it costs a lot of money and 
you know, it's never going to change. We're always going to be, you know, it's innate in us. They're the hunter gatherers. We're the home care. Like it's bred in us. So I don't think it's ever going to go away. Like there's no, that glass ceiling will always be there. I'm sorry. I know. I know it absolutely will be, but we're, we're getting there, you know, Well, we've got to help more people. We to have to help more it. people to snatch it and more women and lift each other it. up and, and stop, you know, so many women, unfortunately, people always think my show is like, we're knocking each other down, but I think it's like, we're all opinionated, strong bitches. That's it. Well, that's <laughs> okay the thing that I like about the housewives. Yeah. Yes. That, and, Cause I'm very much like that. I just call it how it is. Say it how it is. Like, sorry take me for what I am or don't. Right. And exactly. that's, yeah. that's what it is. I don't like a false pretense. I don't like no, it's honest. very British, right? Like to sweep everything under the rug. Oh, don't I know it. I know. Less, I know exactly. Like pretend everything's perfect. Everything's fine. And it's just like, okay, so it's not. So deal with it. If you don't like it, that's fine. There can be an issue, but then we can move on from it. Right. Uh, yes. Did you watch the undoing sidebar? Uh, of course. Oh. I know we were up all night. I mean, I was like, I was hoping someone else did it, but then it just showed what a sociopath he was. Yes. I was like, of course he's British. (laughs) I was like, of course he's British. You know, absolutely. It was so good. I mean, I was like addicted. I was like, last night, I was like, oh "Oh, my God. It was so good. I was not excited for a show for so long. I was like so into that show. That show is so good. Big Little Lies was Big so Little good. Lies. But I thought yeah. Nicole Kidman looked less fake and stuffed in The Undoing. Well, yeah. somebody new is doing her work because she looks amazing lately. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because in Big Little Lies, she was a little too puffy, I thought. Yeah, yeah. too much filler. Yeah, too much filler. She looked gorgeous, and her clothes in The Undoing oh, were the magnificent. Clothes. Amazing, amazing. I know. Yeah, no, I god the queen's gambit was quite good too. oh, so, yeah. oh i binged the whole thing last week you know I over the last two, yeah i did the whole I too i loved it it was so good amazing obsessed with that as well the styling everything about it so good so we have one more question Ooh, yeah. what i think i know the answer but what i always say like what is your big girl panties moment in your career like you were like, holy, I feel like I know it already, but I just want you to tell the listeners, like what was your big girl panties moment? You had to pull up your big girl panties and. Oh my God, I've had to do it so many times. Yes. But what do you feel like was the one that like changed you? I would like to say opening, like opening the store in a pandemic, but I have to be honest. I think it was getting almost getting taken last year. Um, by a person who was my, one of my closest friends and mentors for 10 years. Um, And him thinking that the deal was good and the deal was so bad and gaslighting me into trying to believe that it was good. Um, And being able to walk away from that with a $20,000 a month lease, no construction, no nothing, and having to figure it all out. And I, did it and then the pandemic hit so that's impressive yeah that is so I think that was it also because I had left this big job and quit all the consultancies that I was doing all at the same time to come back to my own business so I think that that was my big girl panties moment where I was like you know what I don't need your money I'm good I'll figure it out and to be quite honest I really needed the money yes yes I did. I mean, it, it was not a good situation, but I have a profitable business and I don't need to be taken advantage of. And no, I know, I know. And when someone tries to convince you, and that happened to me, I have caved for financial reasons to men in business because I felt like I just, you know, support myself, support my team. It's I'm in a bad position. I'll never do it again. Never. I'll never do it again, but I, I have, I had done it in, in my previous uh, life and not, you know, previous life a few years ago, but I'm just saying, you know, because I'm in licensing, I, that was it. My business was always in licensing. Right. And I, it's, it's a mistake and people you do trust, um, manage to take advantage of you and try and convince you it's a good idea. And it's, it's very, very unfortunate. And, you know, I always say it's like he who holds the gold makes the rules. 100%. And, you know, it was interesting because it's like, it was, I mean, this is a person who knows my children. They've stayed at his house. He's a gay man. Like, who does that? Right? 
and it was, I'm going to make things better for you and your children. I'm like, mm, we're fine. That's not what this is about. This is, you can't say business and personal and then say, well, it's business. Don't get emotional. And it's like, but you just brought my kids into this. Yes. Yeah. Um, I take you two aren't talking any longer. Oh no. Mm -mm. That was it. It was done. And I am very grateful also because after it, which was also really interesting about women, right? So I've been friends with this person for 10 years and he's a very successful businessman. And I looked up to him and after I decided not to move forward with him, many, many women came to me and said, thank God you didn't go into business with him. Why didn't they tell you ahead of time? Thank you. Thank you. That's my question. And I'm like, and I said that to everyone, why the fuck did you not tell me that? And they're like, and they told me all their stories. Right. And I was like, Oh my God, I can't believe you didn't tell me that. And they're like, well, we just didn't want to meddle or get involved. And I'm not that person. I'm like, look, this is my experience with the person. That doesn't mean it's going to be your experience, but this is mine. I know and that's happened to me too. It's yeah, a lot. Like a lot, a lot, a lot. Um, we'll have to have dinner. We'll yes. have to get together. I'll come to Brooklyn. I'll come by so, and I'll, I'll come, come to Brooklyn. Yes, we will for sure. Come to Brooklyn and see the store. It was really nice talking to you, lady. It was so oh nice. God. I Thank loved you so every second. You're my messy office. I'm oh my God, it's not messy at all. No, Brightened my day. You really day. brightened my day. I love everything about you. <laughs> I really appreciate it. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you so much. All right. Have a good Thank day, you guys. Stay safe. Thanks. Thanks. Stay safe. Bye. Stay safe. Bye. And we didn't even ask Jessica where we could find it because we were so yeah. involved so in yes, conversation. Exactly. Oh my God. Well, we know where to find her. You can find her at Shen Beauty. S H E N Beauty. And then you can also find her personally at Jessica Richards Beauty on Instagram. She's amazing, inspirational, 36 years old. You guys real. could real and you could learn so much from her. I learned so much from her and I'm so inspired. And I just yes. loved our conversation. It was so natural, so great. Go to Brooklyn, go to Shem Beauty. And if you can't make it there, go to Shem Beauty online. You'll yes. find interesting new things you cannot find anywhere else. She's mm -hmm. up all freaking night researching stuff for us and you. Exactly. And I think that was the conversation that I really needed today. I really needed that, like, get on with it. Like, you know, you could get through anything kind of conversation on a shitty Monday like this. Exactly. And then not that, it was, you know, I just feel like I'm not someone so smart as she is. I feel like we've both been burned. We're eternally optimistic and it just gets us through. So mm -hmm. everybody... Um, whenever you're feeling down, just listen to our podcast because the yes. truth is everybody has pitfalls and then you just pick yourself up by the bootstraps and you keep going. And I know it's rough during the holiday season and we might be going back into lockdown, but we're going to get through this because we're all together and we're going to keep, yeah. keep it going. Keep and it going. And there's no other option. Yeah, you there's no other option. Going. You just keep what going. What are you going to do? You just got to keep going. You got to find something to smile and some reason to keep going and just keep on going through it. Exactly. So keep dreaming, Caviar Dreamers. Keep dreaming. You can find us at Caviar Dreams, Tuna Fish Budget on Instagram and YouTube. You can find her at The Real Mother Josephs, me at The Life of Mrs. B. New episodes every Wednesday. Bye.